the Askell Leaders Reading Podcast with Jeff Barton. Hi, Chris Hildew, uh, head teacher at Churchill Academy in Sixth Form in North Somerset, and I'm a member of Askell Council representing the South West and sitting on the Teaching and Learning Committee. And are you a keen reader, Chris? Yes, very much so. Yeah, as an English teacher by trade and uh, uh, yeah, I read as much as I possibly can. OK, well, let's talk about three books. You've got, I think it's fair to say, an eclectic collection here. So what, what's your first one? <laughs> so I thought I'd try and represent different aspects of my life. So my first book is uh, Carol Dweck's Mindset, How You Can Fulfill Your Potential. Um, and I've chosen this book because not because it's a perfect book by any means. In fact, I think it's actually quite um, flawed in lots of ways. And I do think it's one of those books that once you've read one chapter, you've read um, the whole book, really, um, because she restates her case, her kind of thesis again and again and again in different contexts. But it was a book that transformed my um, educational practice when I read it back in 20, I'm going to say 2010, 2011 or something like that. Um, and uh, just made me think again about um, how uh, people learn, how people improve and kind of crystallised a lot of thinking for me about the way that um, uh, the way that education could and should work. So uh, she gives she gives gives a very kind of optimistic view of education, doesn't she? That you're not defined by things, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's exactly right up my street. Uh, optimism all the way is is how I like to look at things, and uh, I think it's just that notion of seeing every difficulty or challenge as an opportunity to learn and grow that has really really informed me as a leader. And this was around the time when I was a deputy head thinking about headship. And um, I think the work of Dweck and then diving deeper into into the kind of research that she'd done behind this kind of glossy self-help book that she'd produced on top of it really helped me to understand and think about the kind of um, head, head teacher I wanted to be and the kind of school that I wanted to lead when I became one. Um, so it was, it was really instrumental to me in terms of how I then shaped my um, application for an interview for and then subsequent leadership of, of Churchill um, now that I'm here. You speak of it as a book which which had a kind of defining effect on you at a particular time. Do you when you dip into it now does it does it feel like it belongs to a different era do you know or, or does it still feel very relevant? <laughs> Uh, it, it, I suppose because I, I'm kind of um, so familiar with it, it does feel a bit like kind of um, a dive back into the past. But um, but what's really interesting is that having now spent so long looking at the research that sits behind it, you can sort of see the threads coming through in the book. You can sort of see where they are. And you can also see how Dweck has taken that on since she wrote the book into kind of the research she's done to try and iron out some of the difficulties because it's not it's not a, a theory without its critics for sure and yes, um, uh, I think that uh, uh, it's been really interesting to see her try and defend the position that she's carved herself through science you know through further research through further studies um, some of which have been very successful and some of which perhaps less so so yeah really really interesting and, and powerful book for me I think. Great now your second choice is in fact collection of poetry that's right. Yeah. So the second choice for me is Sylvia Plath's collected poems. Um, and it's actually not just the kind of book itself. It's this particular edition of the book itself. Um, so it's a very, very proud, uh, proud copy that I've got. It's somewhat dog-eared and battered now. But um, it was awarded to me as a school prize on the 15th of December 1992 as uh, for my services to drama at my uh, at my secondary school um and uh uh you know it was a hugely uh so sylvia plath was 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 the poet that for me crystallized what it was uh to be a writer really and um you know she's she stayed with me through my a levels and then into my university 
uh, career where I studied English um, and uh, wrote my dissertation about her work and, you know, taught her a few times at A-level. Um, but the, the kind of the copy that I got then, uh, you know, kind of as a as a, a soul searching English literature student at the age of 17 or 18 years old uh, was just the sort of thing that I sort of needed to um, explore I guess to explore mental health and mental illness before we talked about mental health and mental illness, yeah. you know, the way the yeah. way that Plath um, plums those those depths and, and uses them to create uh, to create art and to kind of speak to the darker um, darker experiences that people undergo. Um, I thought, you know, I still think it's, it's an astonishing, astonishing achievement and an electrifying read, and uh, one that I always turn to. Not not. Uh, interestingly not for kind of any bleak read it reasons but just because i think the way that she's able to write about the experience of being a human being and, and, and struggling with with things is um is, is hugely hugely powerful i always find it moving and i always think there's no one that can quite turn a phrase um in the way that, that plath can do so uh yeah really really treasured possession for me that book uh because it, it has a place in my my personal history, as well as being an author that I would I would often say is my favourite author, really. And so as a, a teenager doing A-levels, is, had, had the teacher introduced you because it was on the syllabus to Sylvia Plath and then the prize was awarded because you had been studying, because, it, you know, it was the appropriate yeah, so, to you from the school? Yeah, so I'll pick, I'll pick up uh, those two things separately. So, yes, we, we, we went at the beginning of our A-level literature course, we did a history of literature. So we, we read a couple of things from each era of literature, from Chaucer through to uh, the modern era. And when I read a couple of poems from Plath, I just said to my teacher, what is this? And he lent me um, he lent me a copy of Ariel, which I then took away and devoured. I think I've still got it, actually. I must return it at some point. Um, but when we uh, when we won our um, won our prizes, we were given a book token and we had to go out and spend it on a book that we, that we wanted. And we then handed that into school and it was given back to us as, a, as the prize on our prize giving ceremony. So a book I chose. Um, as one that was uh, appropriate for me. That's wonderful. Wonderful. Also, it's a reminder of the, how the physical presence of particular books uh, get intertwined with the authors, if you know what I mean. That, that In your case, it's not just the author, is it? it is that specific book which carries all of those kind of personal resonances. Yeah, and it's full of my university notes that I scribbled in the margin in pencil, you know, all the way through yeah. university and, and some notes when I when I taught it later, you know, so it's kind of um, a full of my own input as well. It's not a book that's just pure and pristine. It's covered in scrawlings and jottings and notes and cross-references that all speak to me of particular times in my in my past as well a, a really valuable thing wonderful wonderful that's great and then uh, an unexpected uh, final choice dr seuss yeah well i i like to uh, i like to, to come out of left field wherever i can but it's oh the places you'll go by dr seuss which was actually um given to us as a family when we had our um our first child my first son and it was it came in a pack of dr seuss um books from a some loving relative or other i forget whom and um it's not a poem that i knew before then but uh, i just thought it was terrific and it's become the poem that i read to every departing year 11 class um in their leavers assembly i always uh, treat them to a recitation i, I say treat them it's maybe self-indulgent <laughs> i treat them to a recitation of other places you'll go because i think it speaks to 
um, the kind of wide open vistas that that our, our secondary students step out into as they move from being children to being adults. That's why I love teaching secondary anyways. You know, we take them in as 11-year-olds, we send them off as 16 or 18-year-olds into the wide world. And, you know, for a kid's book, it, it paints a really balanced picture. You know, it talks about the fact that things are going to go wrong, that uh, there are going to be dark times ahead, but that if you um, if you keep going with determination and with uh, you know a sense of self confidence, you know you can weather those storms and you'll go through and be successful. So I think it, you know it's a poem that I I return to often as a, as a source of inspiration. And uh, any students that have left Churchill in the past six years will um, will tell you that uh, <laughs> they've heard it recited full whack. And I even managed to get it read to last year 11 before lockdown just before they um just before they headed off into their their lockdown in march uh, last year so um they didn't miss out either ah well the nation thanks you <laughs> um that's that's been fascinating conversation chris and you you talk so eloquently about those and uh, it, it's clear that all of those uh, have played such an important part in your life it's fantastic so thank you chris hildrew very much for talking about those books a pleasure jeff thank you ascl askel